0: Well, friends, welcome back to the podcast. It is a great joy for us to have conversations that we bring to you on anything about the intersection of the spiritual and the practical, about how you can live and lead right side up in an upside down world. Friends, it is a challenge to lead well today. At State 4th, we call our coaches and even our experienced curators mountain guides for the leadership journey. Many leaders have invited us into this journey. We love coming alongside and coaching leaders in their leadership to be able to clarify what is overwhelming, what is hard, what is challenging, where do you feel stuck, and how do you go to the next level in your leadership? We want to be on the journey with you. We also love going away and hosting experiences where you can get out of your email inbox, get out of the challenges, the whirlwind, the expectations that you feel each day. Whether you are a stay at home dad, a CEO, a music artist, a collaborator of beautiful transformation in the world, a nonprofit leader, you name it. If you have influence, we want to come alongside of you in your journey to be a kingdom leader that lives and leads out of your unique design. You don't have to burn out, flame out, have a moral failure, or live at the risk of your own soul if you are living and leading. Friends, we want to be in the trenches with you. We want to go deeper than these conversations. We've got a couple opportunities for you. The first is our Right Side Up community over on Facebook. We're having great conversations break out there about health and impact. The second is called Tuesday Tune Up. It's also free. It'll take about five minutes to read through and it's one practical leadership tweak you can make each week. Friends, this is really good stuff. A lot of this we're getting from our coaching conversations conversations that we're having as a team that we just want to share with you. Friends, your leadership matters too much. If you steward that well, many others around you can grow to their capacity. If you don't steward that well, we see the issues that come up with that, and it can be so dangerous. We just want to remind you, your life and leadership matter too much to lead alone. Don't lead in isolation. We're going to continue to have conversations about health and leadership here, about longevity, sustainability how to live and lead well and with excellence and lead for the long haul. But these conversations alone are not enough. Join the Right Side Up community where you can uh, get to know other leaders each week. Be working on your leadership through Tuesday TuneUp. You can go to TuesdayTuneUp.com or find info in the show notes. You can head over to the Right Side Up community on Facebook or find the link in the show notes. Your leadership matters too much. Don't lead isolated we are with you for the journey. Friends, it's a great privilege to have these conversations with you. We don't take these lightly. We'll continue to drop these episodes each Tuesday and Thursday. And now, on to the podcast. Well, folks, welcome back to the podcast. We are talking about the great resignation that many people are Calling it, there's a massive shift happening in jobs, long term careers. And we're going to talk about it with a couple of experts in the trenches who actually help people find their pathway toward their sweet spot, which is a phrase that I absolutely love and one that we talk a lot about here. So I view them as friends and ministry partners. Excited to hear from Amber and Caitlin. First of all, why don't you guys introduce yourselves, who you are, and why do you care so much about career? vocation.
1: Okay. Thanks, Alan. We're so grateful to be on the podcast. I'm Amber Ayers. Alan and I go way back um, many, many years, and it's exciting to be on the Stay Forth um, podcast. So we are um, Amber and Caitlin of Sweet Spot Careers. Um, We just recently launched um, this business, this company, and we uh, have An online course and some coaching that we do with career pivoters and people looking to make a transition in their career. Um, I'm pretty passionate about this because um, the stat is that less than half of professionals in the workplace are satisfied with their careers. Um, In fact, like many, many people would say that they hate their job, they hate their career. Um, And that's just brutal to have to um, go through life spending so many hours doing something that um, is not satisfying, is not fulfilling, is not meaningful. So um, I really care about um, helping people find their sweet spot and um, we'll talk a lot about what that looks like, but we really um, want people to um, know themselves and in order to um, find that sweet spot and get into that ideal job, um, it requires some personal clarity and inner work. So we'll talk a little bit more about that.
2: And I'm Caitlin. Um, My professional background is actually in recruiting. So I was kind of working on the other side of the industry for a number of years, uh, working with companies doing the hiring. So um, I've kind of seen behind the curtain in terms of what it takes to to actually get hired and um, what companies are looking for when it comes to hiring top talent. Um, And then when it comes to my personal story it's actually part of the COVID statistics, I was furloughed in the midst of COVID and um, essentially had to walk my own journey of discerning um, what is actually going to be a fulfilling career for for me, um, what's going to be meaningful for myself, for my family, what's going to align with my values and um, had to do some of that hard work of what actually goes into to making that pivot and Amber was actually a huge part of that journey and, uh, and me walking that. And so, um, yeah, I feel passionate about this for, for a number of reasons because I've worked in the industry on the other side, but also because I've walked it myself and, um, yeah, like Amber said, half of people, um, are not fulfilled in their work right now. And that's showing in the midst of the great resignation. That's part of what we're seeing right now, the great resignation. Here we are, it's happening. 4.3 4.3 million people left their jobs in August alone. Wow. Um, and that's not just including everything that's happened, you know, um, previous to that and even since that, but 4.3 million people. It's pretty crazy.
0: So why? Go back, you know, and, and share the pieces along the way. Why is such a massive shift happening right now?
1: Um, I kind of coined a term I mean, the great resignation was coined by somebody way smarter than me. But um I'm looking back on COVID and I feel like hashtag the great pause um was was COVID starting in March of 2020, right? The world shut down. Um we all went on Zoom, we all uh stayed in our homes, in our PJs. And I think that um the year plus where um we have been in our homes, been isolated, been quarantined, and been doing work, um, potentially work that we're realizing was not as satisfying or as meaningful. Um, And I think the Great Pause allowed us that space Um, And the time to uh, reflect on our lives and reflect on um, the configuration of work-life balance, um, where we were living, and the kind of work that we were doing. And so that led to the Great Resignation, which really began in uh, April of this past um, spring, April 2021, about one year after um, COVID hit. And so um, I believe the statistic is that 4 million people left in April, 4 million people left in May, um, and it's just continuing. Um, People are leaving their jobs, and that is now launching us into what I think is the great transition. A lot of people are reevaluating and making some significant career moves, whether that means they are... Um, deciding I'm not going back to this company because they're requiring us to uh, go back to the office. And I actually really liked that uh, work from home gig. <laughs> Working remotely was a uh, was a sweet spot for me. Um, or, you know, there's many, many other reasons. People are um, moving to different states. They're realizing I can continue to um, work remotely or I want to um, move into a space where I don't need to sit in traffic for three hours a day we we have heard a lot of people um saying the commute they're over it so um i think the great pause led us to the great resignation and now we are in the great transition
2: yeah and i would just add to that i think previous um to covid uh here especially in america <clears throat> it was all about uh work we were work centric um and now all of a sudden we've become And we want to put life first and the things that we value most in life first. And so that is part of this huge shift that we're seeing. And in the same way as consumers, we vote with our money. As employees, we vote with where we choose to work, our place of employment. And we're seeing people cast their votes by simply walking away from the places of employment that are not willing to lean in to those values and this value shift that we're seeing.
0: And I see so many people talking about this, whether it's like coffee conversations initially or in the coaching space where people say, I think I'm done. And uh, I want you guys to kind of zero in on some of the fears. What fears does every single person have as they are thinking about a career transition?
2: I mean, I think money it's probably the top one I know personally. When I was furloughed, that was the first conversation my husband and I were having was, okay, what does this mean for us financially? Um, but I also think that that is part of the reason why people are walking away is it has to do with money as well. Um, you know, there's this reality that staying at the same job, um, the amount that you can increase your salary in a year on average is three percent. The average amount you can increase by shifting to a new company, a new role is anywhere from 25% or more. So, uh, but I would say fear wise, money, money is probably at the top of the list.
0: So let me camp out on that for a second, Caitlin. It's a bit of a gamble. That's what I'm hearing is I could Mm -hmm. stay here for slow incremental increases, even if I don't love the culture, Um, but I can gamble by not being paid for a while to step into a role that I could sort of up my level of involvement, engagement, and finances?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I think that is a perfect way to phrase that. Um, it's a little bit of a risk, but it's a risk that a lot of job seekers are seeing pay off um, in spades by, by being willing to kind of take, out, take that step in faith out there um, and then being able to, to actually make that happen. It turns out that that ends up being one of the best investments they can make financially because twenty five percent is the equivalent of what eight years of staying at the same place that you can make that pivot in a number of months.
1: Another fear I think that I would just add is um, the fear of I don't know how to do this. I, I don't have a roadmap or a clear path or um, what what would I what would I even transition into? And so I think um, the the idea of abandoning something that is certain. Ie the job that you currently have, um, it's it's scary to think I wouldn't even know what to transition into, especially if someone is considering a complete career pivot. You know, like um, transitioning from one industry to another, um, and they're you know dissimilar enough that um, there's not a lot of like transferable um, skills or experience. Um, so I think the job search process. Uh, we we want to make that easy for people. Um, we want to give tools and in some ways expedite that process so we can overcome those fears of making a significant transition or pivot.
0: Yeah, so uh, so fascinating, all of what's happening in macro. We talked a little bit about the micro, what people are going to feel um, in that moment. Uh, what are a couple things that you encourage people to have ready before they actually walk in and say, that's it. I'm done. Here's my two weeks or my two hour notice. Um, what should folks have ready in your opinion?
1: Great question. I had a supervisor and boss one time who best advice that he ever gave me was don't pee on the carpet.
0: Oh, And
1: okay. <laughs> What we mean by that is don't give a two-hour um, notice. <laughs> That's just unprofessional. Um, and probably pretty unkind. Um, so you know, I, I think uh two weeks minimum. Just, just do right by your workplace. Um give your coworkers, you know, plans and and documents so that you, work can be handed off. Um, make sure that you're communicating openly and clearly with your supervisor or your manager. Um, I think relationships, you're you're your reputation um, extends beyond, you know, the current workplace. And so um, if you pee on the carpet in one workplace, the next workplace is probably going to hear that. Um, So relationships are paramount for us. And um, we really want people to honor those relationships as they make career transitions.
2: And I would say, I mean, you don't actually need to know what's next before you leave. Um, I think a lot of times people think, I have to know where I'm going. I have to have a job lined up before I can leave. Um, My husband kind of prides himself. He has actually left every single job he's ever left before he's had something certain um, lined up. There has been that, that, you know, stepping out in faith in that way um sometimes we just need to leave if something is not the right environment if it's not healthy for us um if it is not serving our lives in the way that work should be serving giving us that purpose sometimes the best thing we can do for ourselves is to go ahead and just step out and then give ourselves that time and that space to do the hard work that it takes to get clear about what those next steps are um, and sometimes that's just uh, also what people need is a little bit of that that healthy fear of like, okay, I got to get this figured out. I got to actually make this happen um, without the safety net of a job there and in place. Um, I will uh, say this, though. I think it's interesting you asked this question, Alan. Um, Oftentimes what people think that they need to have ready um, is their resume, right? That's the very first thing we think like, okay. I'm ready to leave, what do I need to do? I need to go to my resume and get my resume in order. And actually it's sweet spot careers. We are firm believers that that's not actually the starting point whatsoever. Um, The starting point is that hard inner work. Um, It's that clarity work of knowing where we're heading um, and getting that figured out so that everything else that we do in the job search process can be intentional, can be meaningful, can be strategic. um, So we can job search efficiently and effectively.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, walk us through your process. Somebody comes to you guys and says, I'm not really even sure what I want to do. I'm not sure, kind of our words, what I'm, what I'm designed to do, what I want to you know, give the next five or 10 years of my life to where do you guys start and where do you guys take them at Sweet Spot Careers?
1: So our online course um, is 10 modules that we um, really begin with that personal clarity work. Um, We walk people through um, a life map process. And um, it's funny because we really begin by inviting people to look backwards before they look forwards. Um, We think there's a lot of value in tracing themes um, from your life. Um, oftentimes, our lives are, um, they help us see the roadmap ahead, but we have to be able to look backwards before we look forwards. Um, and so we do a life map process, we walk people through um, personality and talents assessments. Um, we are huge fans of tools like the Enneagram and Clifton Strengths. Um, we just find that um, historically and um, worldwide, those tools can be incredibly um, revelatory as we come to understand ourselves, how we're wired, what we want in this world, um, what motivates us. And so those tools measure some of those things. Um, we also do some values and desires clarification. Um, really understanding the drivers of our lives, which are the values, kind of those hidden invisible things um, that uh, help us determine what is good and right and worthwhile in the world. Um, and then the desires is, is really naming what we're dreaming about. What are the things that kind of keep us up at night? Um, what do we want to see happen in the world and how can we envision ourselves um, contributing to that? Um, After that personal clarity work, we really help people transition into what we call the sweet spot identification. And this is like the fulcrum of the entire course. Um, It's taking all of that personal clarity and applying it now to the job search process. So there's um, a strategic exercise that um, we walk people through where they pull together all of the information from that personal clarity work and it launches them into a job search strategy.
2: Yeah, and essentially what that involves is identifying specific roles and specific companies that we want to target in the midst of the job search. And from there, we're able to create what we call your job search value proposition, because at the end of the day, job searching is actually really about sales and we are the product that we are selling in the midst of this. We're selling our unique value, our unique experience that we bring to the table and what it is that we have to offer a company and how we're going to come alongside them and help them, you know, solve their problems, meet their goals, manage their risks. Um, those are literally the only three reasons why a company hires for any position ever. It's because. Um, of one of those three things. So when we can identify those things and then create our value proposition and show that alignment and then communicate that through every step of the job search process from the creation of our resume and our cover letter and um, our personal branding, how we show up on the in the online space, um, specifically on LinkedIn, especially. Um, and then how we go about networking and building and cultivating meaningful and authentic relationships with people at these companies that we've identified are going to be in alignment with our values and our desires and all these things that are going to be a good match for us. That is how we we cultivate an effective um, job search, essentially. So,
0: Great, man. You guys do such needed and crucial work. If you're listening and you don't know where to start, they've literally designed something for where you guys are, are going to start. And even just thinking about that if you have a sweet spot, um, I grew up playing baseball. There's a spot on the bat that if you hit that little square inch, an inordinate amount of impact, I mean, effortlessly, it flies off of your bat. And yet you could also swing as hard as you can. If you hit it on the wrong spot on the bat, then you get a little dribbler that won't even get through the infield. And so I remember those moments of connection. We feel that professionally where it almost feels effortless when you're doing the right thing. And I know that that's your guy's heart, um, for, these leaders that you're helping. Um, While you're talking about LinkedIn, can you guys give a few tips via LinkedIn? I may be a little bit cynical on the LinkedIn game, right? Everybody looks perfect, professional. seems to be the exact same shot of everyone else. They have very, very cool titles. Everyone seems to be a ninja or a Jedi of something on LinkedIn, but neither here nor there. I need to see my counselor about this. But LinkedIn, can you tell us how to officially and really well Uh, utilize this tool?
2: Absolutely. So I am a big fan of LinkedIn. Um, It's where I spend a lot of time hanging out. Um, As a former recruiter, I can also say that is where I spent a lot of time hanging out. And the truth is, um, when it comes to our resume, that is only working on our behalf when we submit it, when we actually give it to someone, when we send it in an email, whatever it might be. Our LinkedIn profile, on the other hand, is working for us 24 seven, seven days a week, all year long. Um, it's working for us while we sleep. And the truth is, uh, there are, I think it's something like 750 million users on LinkedIn worldwide. So someone can be looking at your profile any time of day. And, um, when we have our LinkedIn profile optimized to our value proposition, and how we're basically telling our story of who we are and what we bring to the table, then we are inviting recruiters and hiring managers and people to to be able to essentially reach out to us and have opportunities come knocking on our door when we're not even looking for them. So I am a firm believer in the power of LinkedIn and what it has to offer. It's also the very first place that any recruiter or hiring manager will go to um, To essentially see who you really are. So it helps give you that validation as a professional um, of that previous experience that you have, but you also get to demonstrate some personality. That's the beauty of it, is it's it, um, way more in depth than a resume will ever be. Um, but, uh, but yes, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the power of LinkedIn,
0: so. Amber, anything to add on that?
1: Yeah, I would probably just say, um... We at Sweet Spot Careers are, firm believers, also in uh, relationships and people land jobs. Um, resumes don't land jobs. You know, um, fancy pictures don't land jobs. People land jobs. And LinkedIn is... About people, It's about connecting with other human beings. And so um, when you can kind of harness the power of LinkedIn, and as Caitlin said, optimize a LinkedIn profile, um, but also make a ton of connections. And there have been some really beautiful, for, for us, some really beautiful connections um, as we kind of hang out in the LinkedIn space. And we don't spend all day on there, but um, we do spend uh, an appropriate amount of time to make some good professional connections on LinkedIn. Um, so I just think that um, when you view the job search process as about people connecting people and people landing jobs. Um, Then LinkedIn takes on a different form.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, we are big fans of partnerships here at Stay Forth. And so uh, we're not trying to do everything. And in fact, we do a lot of clarity work that leads people up to my time here is done. Uh, at this space. And we're not pushing into um, the space that you guys are. And so we want to partner with you guys um, here in this space. So if you're listening, uh, maybe we've coached you, maybe you've just been tracking along with the podcast. We want you guys to go pay attention to what they're doing at Sweet Spot Careers. Here's the reality, either you're in a transition or you know someone who is. And so it is time to pay attention to this. It's one of those areas that's important, but never urgent. Uh, I know that people hang on way too long in their careers many times. And you guys probably see that as well. Five years ago, I was asking the same questions as I am now. So give kind of a really clear roadmap. Somebody listening um, either is in a transition or has a friend in a transition. How can they connect with you guys and what's the next step?
2: Yeah. So we've got a great website. You can check out Career. .com. It gives you all the information about the course. Uh, it shows where you can find us on social media. We've got an Instagram account. We've got a Facebook page. You can also connect with uh, Amber or myself on LinkedIn. Like Amber said, we do hang out there. Um, it is a space that we love to to interact with potential job seekers or people that are just considering making some sort of career transition.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys for everything that you guys do. We will also be sending out um, some links to this and you'll be hearing more about this um, listening here on the podcast. If you're on our email list, you're over on Right Side Up Community. We know this is going to continue to be a phase or a season that we go through. How long is it going to last? I don't know. You guys are the experts on that. You can tell us, maybe come back on the podcast. We always want to end with our guests with kind of a fun question and uh, would love to hear from you guys. What's an experience that you've had? in the last six months that you will never forget? Big or small, what's an experience you've had in the last six months that you'll never forget?
1: I think launching Sweet Spot with Caitlin, um, there was a lot of buildup. We are entrepreneurs. And so we're figuring out a whole lot of things about how to build an online course and we're figuring out marketing. And we're also moms, by the way, we have little people that run around our houses and we have to mute ourselves on zoom calls like this because, you know, they're toddlers and they're preschoolers um, and we're wives and we're friends. And, you know, there, there's a lot that goes on in life. And I think that um, I, I just had a, an incredibly um, proud moment when Caitlin and I went live with Sweet Spot Careers with the course, um, and when we had our first uh, live coaching session, um, I thought we did this. Um, and, and it feels like Caitlin and I can, with 100% certainty say, this is our sweet spot. We've had a lot of jobs. We've worked in toxic work environments. We've had bad bosses, and we've quit, and we've been fired, and like we have really experienced it all in our, we'll say, short professional lives, um, and yet I um, I just felt felt this experience of like pure joy and um, satisfaction in the product that we created in doing it with a partner and a friend. Um, and feeling like we are we are creating something and offering something to the world that I trust is going to have a big impact. So that'd be it for me.
2: I love that, Amber. Um, I absolutely agree with all of that. It does feel like the last six months, Alan, have been very intensely filled by by Sweet Spot and this work that we've been doing um, alongside of, you know, the diapers and the tantrums and all the normal mom things um, that come along with having lots of little ones. Um, this is longer than six months ago. This was nine months ago now, but I I will never forget the night that Amber and I um, essentially had like the conception of the idea of sweet spot. You know, we're drinking a glass of wine together and just recognizing Hey, what we both do separately is so complementary, And this was after months of, you know, starting to refer people to each other in the midst of our individual coaching practices and just recognizing we are better together in the midst of this because of what we can do together. Um, and that night will always be in my memory. So I know that was longer than six months ago, but we like to joke it took us nine months to have this sweet spot baby in. Sure. Now, sweet spot's
0: here. Just a yeah, little
1: blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, That's just right.
0: a little bit. <laughs> the birthing process. Yes, anyone listening who's launched anything knows that it's anything but glorious. So, congrats to both of you guys. Listeners, head on over to the sweet They've got this ultimate guide to discover your career sweet spot. Eight questions re- immediately out of the gates um, that you can find right there that pops up. Guys, thanks for what you do. And I am so excited about what is ahead.
1: And one last thing. We wanted to offer a special discount on the online course for Stay Forth listeners. And so Stay Forth, uh, the the Stay Forth community. And so um, in the show notes, Alan, we'd like to include a coupon code that people can access um, for the online course discount
0: code. Awesome. So grateful for you guys. We'll be pushing people your direction. Keep up the good work.